The Sci-Fi Channel's just optioned a new show, Death Puppet Theater. Taking influences of their old show, BattleBots, competitors bring puppets into an arena and battle them to the death. What is your puppet, and what are their offensive and defensive strategies? One, BattleBots was amazing, and I missed that show, and I hadn't thought about it till this question, and now I wish... They I brought it back a year or two ago. Yeah? Is it ongo- it's ongoing? I don't know. Oh, probably not then. I didn't catch it that time around. No. I mean, it was probably one of those, like, VOD channels or yeah, something. Yeah, I wonder if it's on Hulu. Um, but to the puppet question... Yes. Um, I hadn't... The only puppets I know are the ones in this movie the, that we're about to review, because I had never seen any other Puppet Master films. Are you telling me you don't know of any other puppets ever? Pinocchio, but I don't think he's going to do well in there, to be honest here. Um, okay. So I'm going to go with that strong little fucker and his... Uh, Are you referring to the one that has human hands and a tiny head? Yeah. So you're bringing a puppet master puppet. Oh, I thought that's what we were saying. Which puppet? No, I have to make my own be, puppet? It could be any puppet. Well, I only know puppet master puppets, oh, okay. plus Pinocchio. I'm, 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 uh, okay. I didn't know the depth of puppet knowledge that my podcast hosts, co-hosts have brought to the table here. I'm outclassed and outgunned. Yo, it's all puppets all the time, baby. Uh, Garrett's into puppets. I'm, uh, well, I'm going to go do puppet research, but for now, I'm picking the strong fucker, and he'll just rip things apart, both offensively and defensively. <laughs> Strong fucker's name is Pinhead, by the way. Pinhead, okay. Yeah. I can see that. That makes a lot of sense with his powers. Gabba gabba hey. <laughs> All right. Strong hands, strong fucker, yeah, a.k.a. Yeah. Pinhead. Garrett, what My are you doing? My name's better, man. Bring lamb chops. <laughs> Shirley <laughs> Laverne. What is her name? <laughs> Shirley Laverne. <laughs> Shirley Laverne's lamb chop. No, what is her name? I forget. Yeah, Lamb Chop, the little lamb who yeah, sings that puppet. annoying song. The song oh, yeah. that never ends. Because yeah. that puppet... Is just a, a, a nice looking casing for unbridled like rage. Okay. That puppet will go in there and rip the arms off your strong arm puppet. Maybe it'll just sing that annoying song, causing my strong arm puppet to kill itself. It's possible. The thing is, it's very, it's very unarming. You, you go in there and it's just like, oh, look at that tiny little cute puppet. Okay. And then it's just like bloodlust. I got to say, I didn't even think about hand puppets. I was only thinking about sort of marionettes. So, see, that's the thing, man. You got to broaden your puppet horizons, Apparently. man. Apparently, there's a lot of kinds out there. Yeah, I don't. Uh, there's hand puppets. There's finger puppets. You get those little finger monster puppets. If oh you want, man, you know? so many options. Shadow puppets. Now that I'm thinking about there's it, ventriloquists. Okay. There's shadow puppets. Man, yeah. See, Sherry Lewis is the name Sherry of the woman. Sherry Lewis, okay. not Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for her. Is she still around? I think I she's dead, dude. Don't think so. That was a long time ago. I didn't ago. say it in an offensive way. No, I know. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, she's dead. Like, have some fucking respect. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed if she's alive. I'm going to be like, damn it. She passed away in 1998. Oh, Told you, have wow. some fucking respect, dude. What? Anyway, I kind of like your idea. You've got the cute little lamb puppet. It, you, people are going to over-assume that it's not dangerous. You're going to underestimate it. Under, uh, over-assume or <laughs> underestimate, depending on who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then it's just going to come in there and wreck shit, huh? Oh, just crazy town. Lamb chop. You yeah. ever seen a, a small lamb puppet eat the face off another puppet? I want to. You're going to see it. Holy shit. Okay. Well. The ghost of Sherry Lewis will possess <laughs> lamb chops. <laughs> Sign me up for this show. This is a song that never ends. Um, like the country western version? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to build myself a Jeff Dunham puppet. Now, do you know who Jeff Dunham is? The puppet comedian? Yeah. Correct. Pu- yeah. See, John, you know more than you realize. 
puppets, I guess, you know, it's like when you're a fish and you're in water. You don't know you're wet. I didn't know there were so many puppets around me. <laughs> you're always surrounded by puppets, <laughs> yeah. man. You just got to know how to look. No. Jeff Dunham puppet. Okay. He's going to operate much like Soundwave of Decepticon fame. Okay. So all his little other puppets are going to pop out of his chest. And they're all going to have different abilities. Swarm them. He's That's like a right. puppet carrier. Uh, he's known for his puppets. He's got Ahmed the suicide bomber, so he's going to be a bomb. Get out. Yeah. Jose the jalapeno, he's going to blow fire wow. and be racist. Uh, we've got Walter the old man. His job is simply to sit up in the rafters and make fun of everybody else, much a la the Muppets. Okay. What are their names? Waldorf and Statler. There you go. Uh, then we've got Bubba J, who's a redneck, and he's just going to have a shotgun and chewy tobacco. Okay. And then we've got Peanut. He's like a purple dude. He's just going to be some wild, savage guy that goes out there, fists a-rolling. This is are tremendous. These, are these his real puppets? Yes, these are all Jeff oh, Dunham actual wow. puppets. I just don't find that guy funny. No, me either. I'm, no offense, Jeff, but puppets. I know you're listening, Jeff, and... Come on, man. Change the act. JD, like, let's get it together here, JD. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Dunham himself, Mr. Jeff Dunham the Puppet. Mr. Oh. Um, Esquire. <laughs> Sir Jeff Dunham the Puppet. As all his little tiny minion puppets were attacking uh, Strong Fucker and Lamb yeah. Chop, um, he would just be there making dumb jokes to confuse okay. his adversaries. Would you say he's the Puppet Master? He absolutely is. You got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark, again joined by John and Garrett. Fellas, how are you doing on this day? That is Do- today. Doing good. We have a severe lack of puppets in the, the studio. Yeah. We, are. we don't have a single puppet. Yeah, I was ill-prepared for today's recording session. What about over there? I see a bunch of little stuffed animals over there. Is there any puppets no, in there? No, there are no puppets there. Those are all dolls. Oh. <laughs> we should have had those out for our dolls episode. Should have, but they're dog toys, so... We didn't have it. They're not killer dog toys. Oh. I guess that could be imaginative, but anyway. There's killer donuts. There's all kind of horror killer movies tires. out there now. Killer tires. Yeah. Okay. I think we got an idea here. <laughs> killer dog toys. Doesn't what do you kill dogs, to be clear? Kills humans. Maybe someday we'll have an episode where an animal doesn't get harmed. Maybe. It seems unlikely, though. Yeah, probably not. Uh, what have you guys been up to since the last time we got together? Um, I've been watching some Twilight Zone, so... Keep an eye on our YouTube channel for that. Um, We're just going to rebroadcast Twilight Zones? Yeah, for Twilight Zones. No, for my uh, thoughts on maybe some of the scariest Twilight Zone episodes. For a show that came out in the 60s, uh, there's some creepy ones. And there's some cool, I think, uh, like proto stories that maybe inspired other horror films later down the line. That's true. And also because they were shot back in the 60s, they have a certain feel to them that we don't get today. So it can be off-putting watching some of those now. Yeah. Um, good show. That, that sounds good, John. So that'll be up on the YouTube channel. What else do we have up on YouTube right now? Oh, we have a bunch of uh, Grave Talk quickies um, and us playing or trying to play. Uh, what was that game's name? Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Super Ghouls. It was so hard. I like just tried to block it from my memory. Y'all, I am not good at video games, and I'm definitely not good at hard video games. So <laughs> there's a something you can watch and mock me for. Uh, my fellow co-hosts are much better at it. Garrett actually good so 
I, I did make it pretty far. Yeah. Good, not great. We didn't make it past level one. No, no, we didn't make it past level no, one, no. but compared to the rest of you yes. slugs. Yeah, you're the best of the I table. I didn't make it past probably the second screen. You know, it's like a slider, <laughs> so... Uh, Ooh. Yeah, well, we also got some playthroughs of the Friday the 13th video game. Yeah. We're going to keep adding content there. So if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, please do uh, like, subscribe with you if you like it there. Smash that like button. You know what they say. Yeah, hit the bell, <laughs> smash the like, all that. Subscribe. Thumbs I guess, up. I guess that's what people do. Yeah. Uh, there will also be links to that on the website pretty soon. Right. Um, it'll By the time you hear this episode, those links will already be up. So you can access, access that information or those videos straight from the website as well. www.thegravetalk.com. For all your Grave Talk needs. So, Garrett, uh, I kind of wanted to let the people know, listening, some of the movies that we'll be digging into in the future. Do you know what's coming up on the horizon in case we decide to bring back John Dies First? We haven't done it in a while. So to pull back the curtain and let you guys get a little taste of the wizard. um, Taste the wizard? (laughs) I said taste of the wizard. Yeah, I realize how bad that sounds after, you know. This Wizard of Oz movie gets very dark. Very different Wizard of Oz movie. Um, <laughs> Dorothy, taste the wizard. <laughs> I don't have a brain. Um, yeah, we've got a few movies. We've got it planned out all the way till I want to say we've got a, a pretty good list all the way up to uh, February of next year. We are book solid on weekly content, and of course, some of that's going to be some new movies coming out. We're going to have The Nun, the new mm-hmm. Halloween. Uh, we're going to do Suspiria. Those are going to be like we're going to watch them in the theater, kind of like we did with The Meg and uh, First Purge. Mm-hmm. We've got The Woman. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. We've got um, Slaughter High, classic eighties. Mm. You know, we got we got a ton of different stuff. Society, Society, I think is on there. Yeah, um, yeah it's just a bunch of random Howling Two, which you were really adamant about putting on that list. <laughs> Howling Two, my sister's a werewolf. Can't wait. Never so, seen it. There's a lot of there's a lot of different movies. Um, so we've got a lot of content for for a while here. If there's anything that you guys want to see or hear, you know, sooner than later, uh, feel free to hit us up. Mark mentioned the social medias. You can find links to those on the website. And uh, yeah, we'll add those in. Yep. All right. How about a little news? How about it? You guys like news? Uh, eh. Is it fake news? No, it's real news. I don't like it then. Are you guys familiar with a movie that's kind of been in production called Death House? Is it about a house that kills? It's about a house that's dying. <laughs> oh, and it needs its neighborhood uh, foundation problems. To, and, to pull the plug. Yeah. But it's, they can't do it. Should have signed that DNR. Death House is a film that's bringing like an all-star horror cast together. Get out. Um, The synopsis is two federal agents fight their way through nine levels of hell inside a secret prison known as the Death House. My God. Yeah. Nine? (laughs) Nine levels. That's so many levels. That's more than what we were told. I, I thought there were seven. I know. The bonus levels. Dante has seven, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dante has something to say about your, your structure uh, no, of this building. Are... We took Dante and shit on his face. We got two more levels, baby. This is deluxe hell. Dante just paid for regular <laughs> hell. <laughs> Collector's edition hell. It's the secret levels he didn't ever find and <laughs> yeah. is going down through the video game. Uh, also, I don't know any federal agents that go investigate at Death House without having a whole squad of backup. Mulder, Scully. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't go into Waco <laughs> with like two dudes, you know? Wings and Shrek. <laughs> Wings and Shrek. Nobody knows who that is yet. Um, or if you do, you're a great horror fan. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, it says... <laughs> Mark, you are just... Look, I'm a little spaced out. That's good. Look, Death House, he's odd by how many levels there are. I, I get know. it. 
Yes, I'm only on level two. Uh, <laughs> a facility-wide prison break turns their flight into a tour of horrors as they push toward the ultimate evil housed in the lowest Wait, depths of the earth. What the? Okay, hold on. That so again. is this jail a jail of demons? Because that would be fucking awesome, and this movie has me sold. Because it's a facility. Like, are they on a plane and it crashes and they go to the death house? I'll start over. Because I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> the end of Cabin in the Woods. A movie right, that's kind of what I'm getting out of this, too. That would be awesome. Uh, two federal agents fight their way through nine levels of hell inside a secret prison known as the Death House. A facility-wide prison break turns their fight. It says flight. I, th- I assume maybe it's maybe a typo. flight because they're trying to escape. Okay. Their flight into a tour of horrors as they push toward the ultimate evil housed in the lowest depths of the earth. But why would they be flying down? They should be flying up. That's right. They want to escape to out. out. No, okay. maybe you got to go through to get out, though. Maybe we need to at Death House and be like, hey, this bullshit don't make no sense. Can you please Can you please uh, email us the schematics at Death House? We would yeah. like to and research I, this I need further. blueprints, paperwork, permits. I don't think they have permits, man. You don't think? Death House? That's why they got shut down. That's level seven of hell. No permits. Yeah, is this active? I mean, we're asking a lot of questions I'm sure you don't have the answers to, but like, you know. No, Mark wrote Death House, so I expect to. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we were really getting so into this said, Death okay, House okay, business. Anyway, so you said um, Star Study Cast. Yeah, let Who's me tell you. This? Uh, this movie was written by Smith and the late Gunnar Hansen. Um, okay. It stars Kane Hodder, Barbara Crampton, who's in the movie we're doing today, D. Wallace, Tony Todd, Bill Mosley, Adrian Barbeau, Michael Berryman, Felisa Rose and Sid Haig. That is star studded. That is a very star studded cast. Studded with stars. Yeah. So that's finally got a release date. That is on its way out later this year via VOD. Um, I'm I've kind of been anticipating it just based on the the list of people in it alone. Um, and then it was written by Gunnar Hansen. VOD. It's our so, generation's direct to video quality. It's, it's being called the Expendables of Horror. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. No, Wouldn't you know, look, of... there's four Expendables, so hey, could be four Death Houses Are there here. four Expendables? Yeah. I thought there's only three. Oh, maybe there's... No, I think there's four. There's between three and four Expendables, so... Yeah, there's three, because the first one was like, okay, that's kind of cool. The second one was like, all right, we're getting a little cheesy, and the third one was like, wow, Mel Gibson's awesome in this, but the rest of this movie sucks. <laughs> so that comes out on VOD November 6th, available on DVD on December 11th, so keep an eye out. We'll probably talk a little bit more about that after that's out. Death House. Oh, okay. There is only three, but a fourth is coming. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to give you that four. Real time I'm give you that follow four. up. That's right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Straight from Wikipedia, there will be a fourth. All right, let's get to it. Today we're talking about Puppet Master, The Littlest Right. Came out this year. Rotten Tomato score of a 70%. All right. That's low. That should be higher. Wait, Wait is that the critics or is that the Rotten Tomatoes? That's the critics. What's the real Rotten Tomatoes? Hey. Garrett with the hard questions here, Mark. Hey, Rotten Tomatoes, what's your real score? I think 70's fair. Maybe 71. <laughs> Just up <laughs> at a point. <laughs> Garrett, the audience score is 69%. That's lower than the Rotten Tomatoes score. By a point. Get it, get it together, audience, audiences. Man, man, this movie should at least be like an 80. So 80, wow. I love this movie. I was going to say, I'm getting the vibe that maybe you like this movie. I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. And you guys know me. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, cheesy for the sake of cheesy. But this one was done, like, I don't think they were making it, trying to make it super cheesy. I think it just kind of ended up being sort of cheesy. No, Fucking they definitely dug, knew what they were d- doing. I mean, yeah, they had a little fun with it. But, like, I dug the shit out of this movie. I like it, too. I um, what, what is A your lot ex- of overt racism, but I did dig everything else. There wasn't quite a bit of that, but well, it, it, it was in Nazis, place. So. Yeah, it had its place in it. Have you guys ever seen a Puppet Master film before this one? No. Yes, sir. You have? Nine. 
<laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. Um, this is one of those series. Oh, I just got it. I thought you said you saw nine Puppet Master no. films. <laughs> Fuck you, John. Oh, man, I'm dumb as hell. Okay. For anybody as dumb as Garrett, nine is German for no. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, this is one of those series that I watched um, from time to time over at my neighbor's house. Uh, you'll often hear me say that I've seen things in bits and chunks, and I kind of want to put some um, some perspective on what I mean by that. Now, anybody who's as old as us know that Netflix and video on demand was not a thing in the 80s and 90s. So catching something on television mean you had to have a TV guide of some kind if you wanted to start at the beginning. Uh, me not being able to watch any of this rated R shit at my own house, I was always finding this stuff over at my neighbor's house. I would often pop in whatever they were watching at the time. I would just kind of, you know, show up and sit on the couch and just get into, right. you know what I mean? So it was very difficult to actually catch a movie at the beginning, you know, unless you did That's some fair. deep, deep planning or have the Sunday newspaper that came with the Remember when they invented listings. that scrolling VCR channel? But the channel yes. you wanted, the was preview all, channel. Yes, was, you had to wait through the whole scroll right. of the channel. And then your mom would call your attention, and you'd miss it, and you'd have to wait the whole fucking time <laughs> yeah. again. Man, life is so much better now in yeah. the uh, but you know viewing what? When world. That preview channel came up. We were like, "This is the future. This is it." It was mind blowing. Yeah, a whole channel that just told to, you what was on TV. I don't have to get a paper magazine. Oh Lord! I can only imagine the panic, like pale faces of people running into the TV guide. I was just like, well, it's all over, boys. The dream is dead. Yeah. Pack it up. <laughs> Newspaper industry is coming to a crash. <laughs> I can foresee it now. Um, so this is one of those. You know, uh, it, it was one that was on Cinemax, Showtime, whatever. Yeah. I'd roll in. I won't know which number I'm watching because by the time I was getting to watch these things, there was already like, what, four of them? Um, so I'd probably seen bits and pieces of one through four, but I did go and finally watch uh, number one to its entirety a couple months ago, and I've rewatched number three, and I, I remember, you know, seeing those parts. Um, the one we're watching today stars Tom Lennon, as Edgar, Ginny Pelliser as Ashley, Nelson Franklin as Markowitz, and Charlene Yee as Narisa. Um, as mentioned, Barbara Crampton is in this. Barbara Crampton is known for her roles in Reanimator, Chopping Mall. She was actually had a part in the original Puppet Master. And as I mentioned, she's was she gonna... a cop in the original Puppet Master? No. Oh, lame. I thought that was like a would that would have been, been some nice. cool continuity, but yeah. Right. Uh, and then of course she's going to be in the upcoming Death House. Uh, Michael Pear as Detective Brown. Udo Kier as Andre Toulon. Uh, he's been in a million things. I would definitely recognize that dude before. Um, he's he's like a German German actor. Yeah, always plays kind of a bad guy in things. Uh, he was in Suspiria, or he's going to be in Suspiria. Uh, he was also in the Blade movie with um, Harrison Ford. Blade. Oh, Blade. What did you think I said? <laughs> Blade Wesley, Runner. Wesley Snipes. Wesley yeah, sorry. Snipes. I, my one blank. Yeah, so he was in the uh, the Blade series. Here's what iTunes has to say about this one. Edgar is recently divorced and returns to his childhood home where he finds a nefarious-looking puppet in his deceased brother's room. He decides to sell the doll for some quick cash at a small-town convention celebrating the 30th anniversary of the infamous Toulon murders. All hell breaks loose when a strange force animates the puppet at the convention, setting them on a bloody killing spree that it's motivated by evil as old as time. A tale as old as time. Now, is this evil as old as time? I think this evil as old as 1939. Yeah. Because we find out that these are Nazis. 
As you said earlier. Yes. I mean, I think the name Littlest Reich was a real big sort of indicator we may be dealing with Nazis. This movie had a really cool thing where like the intro, the intro, whole intro to the movie was um, these beautiful positive, negative, black and white, like art pieces that kind of showed the history of these puppets from their creation all the way up to where like they came to the United States. Um, like they got made, they became Nazis and it was all these like beautiful static shots that, you know, kind of relayed that. And they yeah. talk about it. Like, there's a point in the movie where they actually like re reiterate everything we saw in the the pictures but just in case you didn't catch it from the trailer or the the intro it's a great visual yeah, yeah. it was really the well art done. is just like really solid but i do think it like was like the peak of the movie almost like i like this movie but i don't i think it was just so creative and so gorgeous nothing else in the movie really hit that level of creativity again i think I think some of the kills did, but I can see what you're saying. It was probably the tightest yeah. part of storytelling in this entire film. Yeah. <laughs> I don't imagine this had a, a massive budget. You know what I mean? So was that opening crawl, like the story of the puppet master franchise or did they just make it up for no, this movie? I actually have some information about this and I can tell you about it right now real quick. That might explain why they retold that whole intro. I don't know if Mark, you have information on this. You're going to talk about their other puppet masters, right? Yeah. So the creators said this movie takes place in an alternate dimension. Okay. So it runs parallel to the normal Puppet Master universe. Correct. Okay. So I don't know if you're going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes it easy. So you don't have yeah. to know about so the, the other So the reason they're masters. retelling, because I don't think, like you said, uh, we might as well just get into it now. The puppets weren't originally Nazis, right? No. In fact, they fought the Nazis. Oh, oh. the puppets were anti-Nazis? Yeah. Uh, the original Puppet Master from 1989 starts off with Andre Toulon committing suicide in the Bodega Bay Hotel. Bodega Bay. Because the Gestapo is coming after it. So he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Kind of. So, yeah, the, the, the original film is about a group of psychics that are trying to get Toulon's ability to uh, reanimate things. Okay. Uh, possibly give you um, eternal life. There is one particular psychic who took it upon himself to kill himself and come back to life. And he tricked all those other psychics to come over there so he could wipe them out so he gets to keep the secret. Oh. That's a real the story. asshole. And yeah. he, he gets he becomes a puppet master, and that's why the puppets are killing all these other but psychics. He's not the, the puppet master. Not the uh, not the OG. Okay. Which is Andre Toulon. Yeah. Um, oh. But he has he, he learns his ability to bring himself back to life based on that. So this is like a Dickens level plot compared to the plot of Puppet Master the Little Littlest Reich. Yeah. Uh, that movie's okay. It's aged. It definitely okay. feel like it came from 1989, but it's a fun watch. But if there's you've a never charm seen to it. that. You One know? could say he was so preoccupied with whether or not he could, he didn't have to think <laughs> if he should. Correct. Uh, now, if you want to, uh, life will find a way. <laughs> now, originally, the way that Toulon learned his secret of how to reanimate puppets, yeah, um, back in Egypt in 1902, an Egyptian stole the spell from a, a, an Egyptian god named... In 1902, the Egyptian stole the spell from the Egyptian god. Yeah, an Egyptian named Wow, Asphil. that's very recent for Egyptian yeah, god yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, an Egyptian named Asphil steals the secret of life from a god named Sutek. And he's on the run from Sutek and his cronies are trying to ca catch him and get this, the, basically kill him so they don't spread the yeah. secret. Do gods have cronies? Well, minions. Minions, okay. Whatever. Um, Andre I don't know, you tell me in this Christian nation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so Andre Toulon actually harbors Avzil, and then he teaches him how to do it. Ah. So that's how Toulon learns that secret. So Toulon was already the second puppet master. Well, I guess the OG OG <laughs> puppet master is a god Sutek. Well, no. So yes, fair enough. But it's actually that <laughs> Egyptian, the OG human 
puppet master was an Egyptian. Right. Who then taught it to this French guy. Yeah. Who was not a Nazi. Correct. Who then died without telling anybody else. And then a bunch of psychics learned it from his dead body. One psychic wanted to be the uber puppet master, killed everybody else. Yes. Uh, and then I forgot to mention in Puppet Master 1, the guy who killed all the other psychics, yeah. he bitch slaps the jester puppet. That pisses off all the puppets and they kill him. The so end. that's how that guy dies in Yeah, movie never one. slap a fucking possessed puppet. That's yeah. just rule number one. Yeah, Bro. you think you'd know that. No. But you then didn't in, learn it from the gods, so. In Puppet Master 3, it's a flashback to when Toulon was fighting the Nazis. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to start a Nazi program that would bring dead people back to life, become human shields on the battlefield. Of course. So they're chasing down Toulon's secret. And then he's got to use, uh, they kill his wife in the process. Oh man. And he turns her into the leech woman puppet. He turned his own Mm. wife into a puppet. Yeah. So at some point he can steal the essence of, of somebody and put him in the puppet. (gasps) Like Like Chucky. Chucky. Oh yeah. Are these in the same universe, you think? Oh I my think. God. I think people want that. Extended universe Child's here. Play versus Puppet what Master. If, what if Chucky becomes the new Puppet Master and he is a puppet who has a bunch of tiny puppets like your Jeff Dunham thing? Oh my God, we've cracked the code. It's Puppet Armageddon. This is Puppetception. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Three uh, levels deep here, bro. Puppet Master 2, the puppets bring too long back to life and he walks around like he's covered in bandages with black goggles on the whole time and then the puppets kill him so at the like end. It's like a Weekend at Bernie's type movie. <laughs> I would <laughs> love if those puppets were like, we gotta make sure it looks alive. It's gonna look suspicious if we're just puppets walking around. <laughs> yeah. Puppets in a big coat and they're all stacked on top of each other. Oh my God, that would be amazing <laughs> trying to buy groceries and like, it's just, it's just pinhead puppets sticking out of a trench coat yes. trying to pay with a credit card. <laughs> so you gotta use the chip I can't reach In Puppet Master 4 and 5 They fight Sutek Oh So he's coming back so To get his spells So man becomes god Yeah So remember I said They kill Toulon in, in movie 2 I do They bring another puppet To life called Decapitron Who has a morph- morphable head And at some point It morphs into Andre Toulon's head So it's a puppet With a human head I and bet they, those graphics were I grade A. I'm yeah. into it. And he can communicate with his puppets and kind of help him out after he's been... Okay. To be fair, it sounds like a fun series. I've yeah. seen the first Puppet kind of Master. all over the place. Like, I dig it. I, I enjoy it. And if it's anything... I know they're not anything like the ones we saw. The early ones might be. Right. But, man, I, I love this movie. There's some newer ones called Axis of Evil, Axis of Termination. And it's I think it's more of the puppets fighting the Nazis. So this one really flipped it on its head. Axis of termination. And I'm glad they I can't did let that because fly. nothing feels better than destroying a Nazi puppet. Yeah. Now I'm I'm with you. I like the idea of them being evil more yeah. than I like them being good guys. But th- some of those films aren't bad. Now these were all direct to video. These were all put out by DTV. a studio called Full Moon Productions, and these guys were responsible for a slew of movies back in the '80s uh, that included <laughs> uh, uh, Ginger Dead Man was one of them. We can thank them for that classic the gary Busey vessel yeah this okay so the entire puppet series is responsible the man responsible his name is charles band he had a company called empire international pictures they put out the films trancers reanimator uh dolls terrorvision troll and ghoulies so he actually had his hand in that that went belly up whenever they owed some debt and that's when he started he moved to america and made full moon productions Mm. that's when the puppet master started and he made a ton of money off that and that's why there's 12 of them now uh, like I said, there's also uh, Ginger Dead Man. Did he also make Little Soldiers? <laughs> no, that was an small that soldiers. Was a, small soldiers. Is it small? Small soldiers. Okay. 
Yeah, no, he did not. That was an actual Hollywood movie. Just not check some, it. Not some home, <laughs> home video studio. I go to America. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did want to note that the, his original company, Empire Pictures, went under while they were trying to make robot jocks. Wow. Mm. And then it got released like five years later. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? The man stuck with it. He saw it to the end. I respect that. All right, let's pull it back to the puppets here, guys. Just because it bankrupted one puppets, it bankrupted one company does not mean he was going to let this movie you don't stop. Let the dream die, man. So yeah, yeah. Littlest Reich. So they Boy. are evil Nazi puppets in this. Yes, and Toulon. One last thing. Breaking news. It came out that they're going to continue the original line of Puppet Master movies as well as this one. Yeah, no, you this can't one. do that. You <laughs> yes. can't do that. It's it's like when they're doing the two Chucky franchises. You've got to stop. It's the same thing. They what talk the fuck? To, There's no respect for puppet franchises right now. And this is dude. Hashtag hashtag gotta talk to? Gotta respect the puppets. The puppets. Yeah. They somebody talked to Charles Band and they're like uh, one of his stipulations was like, hey, let us do the Littlest Reich thing. I heard in my head someone talk to Charles Manson, and I was like, what the fuck, Mark? <laughs> Bro, bring it, whoever we need to talk to, okay? Like he's dead first off, but what if we reanimate him in a puppet? Yeah. Maybe PTP, he was a puppet the whole like time. Like you said, oh, hashtag man. PTP, let's get it trending, protect the puppets. Protect the puppets. PTP. <laughs> so yeah, it was in an article on Bloody Disgusting. They were talking, one of his stipulations, or the, they actually came to him and was like, hey, we'd like to redo the Puppet Master. Yeah. The thing is, is like, we want to not do it in your timeline you're still welcome to continue that storyline but we kind of want to do our own thing with it he agreed um and gave his blessing and we got this film okay and thank goodness we did because we got a movie with tom lennon as the lead actor love tom lennon he's amazing Mm -hmm. uh we got a movie with a bunch of crazy evil puppets yeah we got a movie with some guy pees on his own head we we'll get to (laughs) we'll get to the deaths in a minute what did we? Uh, what was the name of that guy's name? Um, Cuddly Bear. Cuddly Bear. Oh, Cuddly Bear who was, was amazing. Cuddly Bear was amazing. Oh man, Skeeta Jenkins—that's his name. But yeah, man, there was so many like fun actors in this. So let's jump into this. So as yeah. Mark said in the description, Tom Lennon works at a comic book store. He's getting a divorce. He's drawn a comic that was based around his wife or soon to be ex-wife or I guess ex-wife at this point. Yes, and it's kind of like. He's he's done it for her, and they get a divorce, and so he's having a lot of problems. It's he's framed a mo- like a Kevin Smith movie, kind of like a Kevin <laughs> Smith movie, but you can it's like, it's like chasing Amy. Yeah, or something he works like that, as right? a comic book artist, but he doesn't want to make it anymore. And he works at a comic book well, store, and his boss it. is he, like, he would a, like to make it. I think he's just kind of like, eh, I just you know, kind of like I do with my art. It's like it's something I do. If it hits, cool. If it doesn't, fuck yeah. it. I'm still doing my other thing. And Tom so Lennon, to, if you had, if you don't know who Tom Lennon is, he's from Reno 911. The, um, the MTV's the state. Yeah, he's a comedian. He did Reno 911. He's Lieutenant Dangle out the shorts yeah he's great in everything he is yeah he's and fantastic i was so when you when you first told me that he was in this movie i was like okay i'm sold i was like let's watch this um so he moves back with his parents his dad is like completely like you're a fuck up his mom <laughs> is like you can stay here and he's like all right so there's a lot of tension between him and his father so he's doing his thing kind of you know down in his luck you know dealing with all that and then he meets I guess a girl he knew from high school or one of his friend's younger sisters yeah she's walking a cat isn't she she's quirky walking a cat <laughs> on a harness and I was like the first I was like if this fucking cat dies again out the gate I saw this cat I want to go ahead and give credit to the first movie that we have watched where a animal is presented and does not die I was gonna say is this the first one this on the is episode? the one Yay. this is the one congratulations puppet first master grade you did it animal makes it all the way to the end I way to go so unnamed happy. cat you succeeded <laughs> yes and um, oh man I was so happy about that I was like yeah sweet that cat lives yeah. But um so he meets her, they kind of quickly 
I guess because they're old and they're like, fuck it, we don't have a lot of time, quickly jump into a serious relationship. Bro, right that relationship away. goes from zero to 100 unnaturally fast. Yeah, I actually appreciated that. We didn't need to see them kind Fair. of getting together, yeah, dating, that whole but thing. But it made me question how much time had passed between that cut when he like, is working at the comic shop with his very, very Jewish boss who's into grindcore. His name's yeah. Markowitz. Markowitz. And... Um, basically who's a complete just typical like nerd asshole but um very stereotypical very kevin smith-esque character as you said um she walks in and she's like hi honey love you and i was like whoa how much time has passed yeah i mean i agree with mark i did not come to see a romance movie so i'm glad it just fast forwarded through it but it also made it feel like you know when shit hits the fan a little bit like man their relationship isn't as deep i don't know Maybe well, we they, could have used a little bit of character building. Because I think the scenes before they meet, like he's in his dead brother's room yeah. who died at sleepaway, a sleepaway camp, which I was like, oh, sleepaway camp, and which makes me think that he was the kid who lost his head to Angela in sleepaway camp. But then that's debunked later on when you find out that it was actually the puppets that killed him. But that's how I was merging the two movies. I like how you were going with that. Yeah. Dude, yeah. shared universe, Puppet Master of the Littlest Reich is the linchpin of all horror movies. I'm going to find a way to connect everything. It's the highway of horror. <laughs> it's going to be It's gonna be my <laughs> my Pepe Silvia moment from fucking Always Sunny. What's that tower in Dark Tower? <laughs> dark, tower? <laughs> dark Tower? What is that Dark Tower called? <laughs> What's that state? <laughs> Delaware? Oh, Delaware. Um, yeah, so anyway, his brother is dead and the family's never quite gotten over it and and uh, he's going through his dead brother's room, and he sees his puppet, and it's this like, is it the skull puppet? It's Blade. It's um, Blade. He's the the little kind of uh, hollow faced one in the black Nazi outfit with the hook hand and a knife hand. He's the only yes. one I recognize, so I think he's like the most famous. He's the first one that shows up in the original yeah. Puppet Master. Yeah, so. and his his introduction in the original Puppet Master, I love it so much. Like, there's a lot of POV monster vision in the original yes, Puppet Master, and just a lot of grunting, <laughs> like, the, like the puppets are yeah. running, that kind of thing. But he's running down the Bodega Bay hallway, uh, and this woman sees Blade running by, and she's all, and then he just kind of turns around and goes, and just keeps running. <laughs> like, I just laugh so, so hard the at puppets that. have more personality in the original than they do here. Kind of, yeah. They're okay. also doing a lot more of the uh, stop motion uh, in the originals, yeah. uh, which I appreciate. We don't get a lot here, but that's okay. I think it was all CG uh, yeah. here. Most, for the most part, except for a few puppets, it looks very like, oh, that could have been practical effects. But there's a few that you're like, oh, that's clearly CG. Exactly. But I hate to do this. I'm so sorry. We I missed a part of the back, film. A huge part of the film. So the movie opens up in Postville, Texas in like 1979 or some shit like that. I think that. it was 89. 89, sorry. Yeah. Um, where Toulon all burned and fucked up looking, ends up going into a bar oh, where yeah, these two yeah, girls yeah. are working and he's kind of flirting and being kind of a creepy asshole. But um, he he lives in Postville, which is near Dallas, Texas in modern day times. And um, he goes there, kind of flirts. And then he's like, hey, do you guys give companionship? And they're like, fuck off. And then they make out in front of him to kind of prove a point. And he gets disgusted. And then he leaves. I would not call what he was doing flirting. Well, I mean, I think in his mind, he was trying to flirt. Oh, he's like, I'm from the old world, you know, I'm not used to your customs, that yeah, kind of he's thing like, was his you, excuse. Yeah. You provide companionship? And they're like, fuck off, old man. And then um, he's like, do you know this girl? And she's like, do I know her? And they walk together, and they, they make out, and he's like, ugh, and he leaves. And then they go away, which evidently they're together. So this is a 1989 lesbian romance. Right. 
They get in a car and they're driving back to wherever, I guess, their house. And she's like, I've decided we should get pregnant and have a baby. She's like, I'm so happy. You've made me the happiest woman on earth. And then out of nowhere, spot boom. on, spot on rendition, by yeah, the way. It was pretty, pretty accurate for a Dallas, Texas <laughs> yeah. you know, native, I, old English. I, if I didn't um, see you, I would have thought you were reading from the script. I was like, wow, guys, I nailed this this all fucking week. Um, so anyway, in your bathroom. <laughs> they, I had little puppets next to me just to get really into character. Yeah. I go meta with it. Right on. Um, so <laughs> break character to the DVD commentary. <laughs> so as they say this, a, a puppet, I guess, puts a wire around the driver's neck. And yeah, like, Blade is in their car, the Blade puppet, and he. Yeah. Uh, slices her head clean off. If, if you've ever worked with clay, you'll often use a wire cutter tool uh, that will slice right through the clay. Yeah. And it looked like kind of what he was using. Was, yeah. So that led to my first question of the puppets. Are they supernaturally strong? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, you, your favorite, uh, what did you call him? Strong bastard? Yeah, strong, strong fucker. Strong fucker. Yeah. He's got human hands and he just beats the shit out yeah. of you. So, but I didn't I, know I think that it might depend. On, I think it depends on the puppet. But I mean, a regular puppet cannot rip a head off, even with like a gorilla well, Absolutely not. But, yeah, but again, I think we're led to believe they have some sort of Egyptian... Egyptian strength. Spell strength. Yeah, Tulan yeah. definitely is controlling them. And um, and I have a question. So he, the puppets kill the two girls and the, the car crashes yeah. and the other girl dies in it. And then a cop, the cops show up to investigate it, and they open the door, and a head rolls out, and this blonde cop has a head roll onto her foot. Toulon, which I thought he was in the trunk of a car, but come to find out he's in a crypt at his house? Correct. Uh, the cops show up to the crime scene of the dead women. Mm-hmm. They see a trail. Uh, during the crash, that blade puppet loses his arm. Oh, and that's how they track Toulon back to that mausoleum that he's in. That that's he actually uses right. uh, they, to control the puppet. They follow to they follow the puppet back to right. Toulon's home. And they yeah. shoot him, and then they have a big massive shootout. And then later on, we find out that he had been kidnapping people and holding them there and doing all sorts of fucked right. up Nazi shit. So in 2018, when we finally get to our current cast, there is actually a puppet missing his arm. That's the one that killed those girls. Arm, and there's also a tour of the Toulon mansion where they basically talk about the horrific right. things that yeah. were going on there. This room is where we found André Toulon on the day that we forced our way inside. Toulon raised his gun, which was a Luger, and we shot him four times. He fell to the ground and died without taking a single shot. I've often wondered maybe he wanted to be executed. At least I hope so. And there's a crypt in the backyard, which evidently the cops have never gone in. Which I was like, yeah. you, you didn't bother investigating the giant crypt, and they, yeah. they said they put his body to rest in the crypt. That's what it was. They shot Toulon. Yeah, it a is a ma- it's a mausoleum. Yeah, it's a you know an above ground cemetery. A family yeah. member came and put Toulon in the mausoleum, and they do tours of this. So anyway, Tom Lennon meets this girl. They're kind of doing their thing. They're like, do you want to go to the Toulon murders or the tour, and then we can sell my brother's puppet. It's been the thirty year anniversary. That's the big. So all event. these collectors are bringing their different Toulon Which, puppets in. I've never heard of a com a Comic Con or a convention of sorts that celebrates the murders of people. No, that'd be really uh, tacky. Yeah, that was the only thing about this movie. I'm like, mm, like no one's gonna do that. Especially like maybe like oh we like role playing something that happened like hundreds of years in the past, but 30 years like some of the victims' families are still alive. Like yeah. that would not. They're happen. still extended family. They yeah. probably would have uh, done some protests. Yeah. this day and age. So basically, uh, they're going to go take this puppet, his brother's puppet, sell it at the uh, the Toulon murder auction, where everyone's bringing, all, from all over the world, they're bringing their different Toulon puppets in. It's kind of like a celebration and an auction, and so they're going to do that. So come to this hotel, 
where all these different people have brought their Toulon puppets. The auction doesn't make any sense though, because they're only selling to each other. It feels like there wasn't enough people there. Well, for maybe it maybe it's sense. like an online auction. Maybe like there's because like auctions like, at like the places in New York, you can actually have people on the phone calling in, like fair, you know, I want to put five hundred thousand yeah, dollars yeah. on this item because they'll send out magazines and stuff where you can see what's going to be auctioned. So maybe it was something like that. I think it's also important to mention that there are multiple versions of the same type of puppet. So there's multiple blades, multiple pinheads. Um, Evidently, Toulon made a bunch of like um, runs of these different puppets. Correct. Which is unique to this movie. Yeah. I I don't remember seeing any duplicates in the past movies. They confirmed that that was something new that they did for this. Okay. Um, Tom Lennon is the one that confirmed that. Yeah. So they're all at the same place at this giant hotel, and they're going to, it's nearby the Toulon mansion where the shootout happened. And you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So this was actually filmed in Dallas, Texas at the Ambassador Hotel. That hotel was built in 1905, known as the Majestic Hotel, until 1932. Um, it was actually used as a speakeasy. They had a tunnel that went under the street for people to escape whenever they got raided by the cops. Um, and then in 1955, it was turned into a retirement home, uh, and then it kind of got shut down for a while. Uh, they just reopened it. Someone locally in Dallas bought it, and he's going to turn it into kind of like an apartment living kind of thing. Mm. And I guess at some point during the renovations, that's whenever they got to film this movie there. Oh, cool. Hmm. So that's that was just that. some fun facts. Uh, Ambassador Hotel was also known as the first hotel west of the Mississippi to have an elevator. What? <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you're ever in Dallas, it's a historical landmark. Go check yeah. out this place. Over 100 years old now. Wow. Wow. Not bad. 100. It's aged pretty well. She looks good at 115. Yo, this bad boy right here, 100 years old. Got an elevator. So they they go to this event and it's um so oh and beforehand uh Tom Lennon and his girlfriend are going to go to this thing and then the his comic book boss, the the owner of the comic book shop kind of weasels his way into going also so he's with them, Markowitz. So it's what is Tom Lennon's character's name? Edgar. Edgar his girl, fucking Ashley, Ashley and Markowitz. Man, I'm gonna get these names right eventually. So I actually watched the, this film twice. I, wow. You know what? I don't blame you. It was fun. Um, so they're all at this thing together. At that point, they, well, I guess, they go on the tour, right? The Toulon tour. At that point, correct. Uh, Barbara Crampton. Uh, she is one of the cops that originally was at the shootout when they killed uh, Toulon in this and film. Yes, she did shoot him. And she did shoot him. And uh, she's now kind of like a security guard at this point. She's wearing like a cop outfit, but I think it's just like a well, uniform some, for yeah, her tour. Sometimes off-duty cops will get more work by being security yeah. guards for special events. So maybe that's I this feel like she was retired situation. at that yeah, point. I, think I, got was, the, I got the idea that she was like, I'm done with being a cop. tour guard. Because when she hits the fan, they call in the real police. She's not like, oh, I'm actually a cop too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so she's probably in a retirement gig of some kind. But yeah, she takes them on a tour of the place, kind of pointing out all the the hot Nazi factoids that were going on at the time. Tons, and basically it was like a it was like a shrine and homage to the Nazi party in this like giant mansion. My favorite part is when she shuts down that German lady. She's like, actually, and when I was a kid in Germany, she's like, that's nice. You got anything else to say? (laughs) Oh yeah, she's like, in Germany we didn't call them this, we called them this, and she's like, uh huh. Anyway, I was like, yo man, she shot her down hard. It was dope. No, she. Made a joke. She made the same joke you made at the top of the episode. She's like, "You got anything else you want to share? Is that a nine? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Boom. Call take, back. Take that um, comedy. Also, all the Nazi uh, uh, memorabilia there was actual uh, Nazi items wow. on, on loan hmm. from so Nazis. Cool. Yeah, they go. Hey, we got some Nazis. We can phone up and get their products. We got in. all the Dallas Nazis no, to loan us their stuff on loan from museums and things of that nature. Right. So. 
Um, okay, so then they go through, they show off the mausoleum. And the bag, and Tom Lennon actually asked a legitimate question. He's like, what's those giant metal rods sticking out the top? And she's like, yeah, I don't really know. And he's like, those don't really match the architecture. Right. And it's like, huh. And that, that was really well, because that was a really good piece of foreshadowing that you knew was something, but you didn't quite know what. And then later on, you find out he uses those to control the puppets out where they are. Their to like send out his little signal to... He keeps telling the puppets to hide in the shadows. Their time will come or something like that. Mm-hmm. Does magic need amplifiers? I guess in this universe. Why not? If you're running 54 puppets. That's true. You may need to spike yeah. up your, your ceiling. <laughs> you Got to boost the signal. <laughs> That's right. Antenny them puppets. <laughs> so they go back to the hotel and all the puppets are kind of missing now. Some of the puppets have moved. Some of the puppets are missing. Right. And, and then Edgar calls the cops. Yeah. Everyone starts to think, oh, someone stole my puppets. So they call the cops. And then is he His a cops sheriff are so or weird. is he? Yeah. He's detective. Detective gotta, cliche MacGuffin. Oh, he is a real piece of shit. Detective Brown. He's just like, so anyway, your shit was stolen. Do oh. you think it was the chick you're banging next yeah. to you? Is it was like, girlfriend. Yo, slow down, dude. When'd y'all get together? When'd you have sex for the first time? Mm-hmm. What I positions love, did you try? I do love her response. She's like, we fucked three times on this day, <laughs> yeah. six more times that week. Is there anything else you want to know, pervert? I was like, boom. I was like, I yeah. did like the response, but I think in real life, I'd be like, what are you keeping a journal? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, are you going to go be weird with this information later? Because I don't want to know about it. I was going on public record. I want to say it was nine times. <laughs> <laughs> so while the detectives show up, the murders start happening. Um, right. And John, you talked about this one particular oh, murder. This, like when the movie finally got good. Because I got to tell you, up until this point, I was like, oh boy, all right. So I'm watching a direct-to-video movie for sure here. You really felt that way? Yeah, I just was not I thought, into it. I thought the acting and jokes were landing well enough. I had have a puppet- cute girl walking a cat. I had comic books. I had grindcore right. metal. I had puppets. There's nothing about this movie that oh, I did not love up to like, this point. Meh. But I have no history with the Puppet Master franchise, right? So to me, I'm just like, all right, I hope this gets good. It does get good. All right, tell us about it. It also doesn't take that long. I mean, honestly, the whole movie is like 90 minutes. So this whole intro that it was like maybe 20 minutes before the murders start, like (laughs) they fucking fast forward through this movie. Oh, they start churning out the kills right away. And okay, let's get into some of the kills because this is where the movie is gangster. This puppet takes a little bit of a turn where it's more just kind of like, okay, we've done the story. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. So, yeah, there's one murder that sticks in my mind. I cannot remember all of them, but I guess it's a helicopter puppet. What the fuck kind of puppet right, is that's that? New, that's new to this movie. Okay. Before we get into the murder kills, because I think we're just going to kind of hit the murder kills as they not, fuck the order and stuff yeah, like there's that. There's really no plot to follow other than it's our, our yeah, character cast the characters trying the to thread. survive. Toulon is now telling the puppets to go out and murder people. You come to find out that it's like minorities, Jewish people, gays. Oh, yeah, because they're, they're Nazis. So yeah, they're, they're Nazis. They're so they're killing Nazi anyone shit. who's not all up in the Nazi you know, alignment. And, and Tom Lennon puts this together before the detective does, and he's got, dude, they're hate crimes. Yeah, he's like, this is straight up hate crimes. And he's like, you just go to the fucking lobby, I'll do the detecting around here. So as the detective's being a complete ass, the, the hotel staff is coming across these different people being killed, um, it starts escalating to the point where um, everyone panics and meets downstairs, but before that, there's some amazing kills. Let's jump into those. Yeah. Um, there's some poor bastard who's just hanging out in his room drinking yeah, wine and he goes to take a piss. Business. And then out of nowhere, we get a helicopter puppet, like I said, it's new to the franchise, yeah. just come in and like slices his neck, comes back around and takes his head clean off. His yeah. head falls in the toilet and then he's pissing, pissing on his, on own, his face. own face, man. It was, and so it was funny because my roommate at the time was just like, she's like, hey, that's the tip of a penis, just the tip. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you realize he's pissing on his own head. I was like, let's yeah. focus on what's really important. You know important what sucks here. even more than that? That's your last experience in life is peeing on yourself. 
So that happened to that poor fucker. <laughs> he, gets up, he gets up to heaven and he's like, yo, I'm a kinky motherfucker, y'all. <laughs> yo, I just did something no one else has done. <laughs> that was like gets, my favorite kill. Then that we, was so ridiculous. Then we get one where um, the a little puppet with like flamethrower hands burns these two very Jewish people, this Jewish couple. Yeah, that one's a bit on the he nose. He burns them like blatantly, very, very on the nose. His name is Torch. The puppet's name is Torch. Torch. Very I like creative. him because he's got this metal head with bullet teeth. Yeah. He looked awesome. Like, yeah. it was a cool puppet design. But when he's burning those people, they just stand there holding the puppet like, oh, I guess this is happening. Yeah, like, they, they don't no react. You can tell it's like like mannequins holding this puppet while it's yeah. flamethrowing because like they're not moving at all. And I was like, oh... Drop the puppet. Then there's like some other guy who's like, yeah, mom, life's going so great for me. Like He's supposed to be sober and he's actually yeah. drinking. He's like, I haven't drinking drink. while he's saying he's sober <laughs> yeah. for months. And then he gets like cut across his belly and you can see his whole guts just pour. I mean, the 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 the, ki- the uh, effects on the kills are so good. Dude, and they're so, so beautifully gory. Yeah. I, I was really impressed by those. Which which puppet was that one? I don't remember. That I remember was, he got um, cut right that was across the, skull. the gut. Though. That was the skull. Oh, right. That was my favorite puppet. What's your, what's your favorite puppet out of all? these oh, the entire franchise or just no, no, this just film? this movie just okay. this movie because i love the one with the skull head the new one with the skull head and the black trench coat with the, like the fucking um, yeah he was almost like the body of blade with a skull head and no hat yeah almost like a proto yeah. blade or something like yeah. that he was my favorite he looked the coolest he, he just looked fucking ass. awesome and he like, really fucked that guy up man. he looked like a character i would have drawn in high school <laughs> it's like this fucking skull guy in a black trench coat yeah he was red. he's red skull but with a gray skull <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the lamest puppet that's the one that looked like a like a fucking gas pump. <laughs> oh, the Jack in the Box <laughs> one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, one was dumb. that one was weak. That was probably the weakest puppet in my opinion. Well, we'll talk about that puppet in just a second. Yeah. So then there's another puppet that which you don't see. And this is a great moment. These this couple, this very rich, I want to say European older gentleman who clearly has paid some other woman to be and with him. He tells him. her she could be. You ever work in a strip club? She's like, no. I'm like, yeah, you could have. She's like, is that a compliment? Probably not. And then she's like, all right, let's just go, asshole. So they start fucking. And then how did they kill those? Okay. Oh, he cuts the Achilles tendon, which is reminded me of Pet Cemetery. Yep. That's one of my... It was definitely an homage. That one makes me so uncomfortable. That kill always, I'm just like, oh, no, not the foot. And listeners, they don't shy away from showing you every bit of the kills. No. You're getting all of it. There's no like you know, innuendo of what's happening. Yeah, it's just happening on screen. It's definitely what carried this movie were those kills. It was super cool. So while he's boning this lady, they fall backwards on his cut foot. I can just imagine it going... Oh, it's so grody. And then, like, he just jumps on and starts, like, knifing him in the throat. Is this also the skull one? Or Uh, is this Blade? I think this is the skull. No, this is Blade. This is Blade. Okay. So then, um, yeah, then I guess he like pierced both of them at the same time because I wasn't quite sure how the guy met his no, fate. No, I assume that's what happened, but it looks like he just just stabbed the fuck out of yeah. him and stuff like that. So that was like kind of great like sound crazy. effects, good squishing, dude. The fully artist in this deserves a fucking raise because it was like every yeah. like cut and slice. I was like, oh, there it is. It's pretty impressive. Um, so there's another. Oh, oh man, we're just burning through the kills, but we're gonna get them out of the way. Yeah, this is the kill count right there's now. There's a. Um, it's the whole movie. I mean, the rest of the movie like falls apart a bit. It feels like they were trying really hard to I get to this murder. I don't think it falls apart. I think it's just they knew exactly what this movie was gonna be about. It was about just inventive and fun kills yeah. for you to witness. And then the rest was just like, all right. They didn't have to fluff it up and get in the way with right. like unnecessary romance. Now, or, I think plot they. And stuff I like think that. they will in the next one. Perhaps, we'll get to that in a second. Perhaps. But so one of the kills is like. Um, an Are interracial we? couple goes to a closet and then he gets knocked to the floor. A puppet rips open his back 
and climbs into his back yeah. and starts operating him from his spine like a fucking puppet. So it's like So the puppet is the puppet master. Yeah, this inside guy. this human operating him as a puppet. And that guy's gonna come back later on. Let's Fantastic. mention one of the one of the most like shocking ones. There was a pregnant woman on a bed, and what appears to be the Nazi Jewish poster propaganda from the 1930s. It's this tiny depiction of a Jewish person that's supposed to be the beady-eyed Jew that the Nazis would like warn their people about, like come to life in puppet form. He goes up her mm-hmm. vagina and rips her baby straight out of her belly. <laughs> he climbs up inside her vagina and then cuts his way out of her belly, like rips it open as she's staring at her belly being ripped open, comes out of it, and then walks away with the fetus. What does he do with it? I don't know, but he's kind of like ripped it out. He's like, all right, fucking baby fetus. I'm out of this bitch. And then like walks away. It was, But again, like Mark said, they do not shy away from showing you every aspect of it. It was so gory. Um, all of it. And yeah. then at this point, everything's gone to shit. Everything's gone to smash. Um, yeah, it's basically now, now the groups, the people that are left in the hotel kind of split up into squads. Well, first they run will. outside. Everyone's going to flee. Oh, right. And the puppets all form outside, kill anyone trying to escape. The stoners get theirs. Um, the little kid. Oh, yeah. Cuddly, Cuddly Bear. Bear. Who is a, who this is a bartender. This is the most fucked up thing in this movie. Maybe, well, now the pregnant thing. This is the second most You're fucked up thing. The kid? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. This is great. So Cuddly Bear, who's a bartender at this, um, Hotel. Like hotel bar, yeah. He's a big black man who's all like, you know, and Markowitz is like, hey, can you buy that girl a drink? He's like, yeah, sure. And then she sends a note back like, go fuck yourself. And he's like, how much would it cost to put That's X lax in her yuck. next? It does. Go it's- fuck yourself would be, I think, less painful than yuck. <laughs> yeah. Yuck is just a fucking punch in the dick. And Cuddly Bear <laughs> refers to himself as Cuddly yeah, Bear. He doesn't non-stop. say me. Yeah. There's a great there's a great moment where that pays off too because um, he's like, how much would it cost to put X lax in her next drink? And Cuddly Bear is like, $750. And he's like, that's oddly specific and a very quick answer. He's like, Cuddly Bear doesn't want to harm nobody, but Cuddly Bear's wife also wants a high-def television. <laughs> yeah. So Cuddly Bear's got priorities. Yeah, he goes, Cuddly Bear's got principles, but Cuddly Bear also has priorities. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's funny because he's like, he's like, nice to meet you, I'm Markowitz. He's like, Cuddly Bear. And he's like, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> he said Cuddly Bear like so many times at this point. And then it cuts, that's a little bit earlier yeah. we introduced Cuddly Bear. So, so the massacre's happening outside the hotel as the guests try to flee because the murders are happening and everybody's freaking out. People are dying one by one. Like I think it's the entire squadron of puppets are out there yes. fucking yeah. everybody up. Basically, they realize, oh shit, we've got to stop these people from escaping. There's a scene where the woman's in a car and one of the pinhead puppets just comes up and grabs her by the back of the head and splits her face like it's clean. Fucking amazing like, scene. Like, pops so it cool like, a, like a balloon. <laughs> yeah, like, like rips fuck. it like a fucking like a balloon over like, yeah, it was just so yeah. gross. Gross. Uh, and then Cuddly Bear sees a, a small child. His mother, or her, you know, parent has just died. He's like, "Hey, come with Cuddly Bear. Cuddly Bear gonna get you to safety." And like Cuddly Bear starts running away, and the you kid's see- holding on to the back of Cuddly Bear's yeah. shirt. Cuddly and- Bear gets inside. One of the helicopter puppets had come by and cleaved that child's right. hands. It was off. shot pretty well because you, you couldn't tell at first because it like oh maybe you they thought, just you thought him made and the kid it. made it yeah, in like, yes you thought they made it by. in and then he turns around and there's two little hands just clinging to the back yeah. of his shirt he's like uh and knocks him <laughs> off and these two little hands just fall to the floor and I was like 
That's so fucked up. That was, was very fucked yeah. up. And that's when everyone decides, okay, it's safer if we split up. So everyone splits up in their own way. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like all the main people and then all the yeah. extra folks go do their, yeah. they go die somewhere. They decide they're going to go capture a puppet. So they go capture a puppet. And it's at that point, the blonde puppet controlled man shoots the cop. Yeah, he shoots one of the cops and they're like, oh shit, what's wrong with this dude? And they like... They, they take him down and find out he's got a puppet inside his back. <laughs> and it's a baby Hitler puppet. <laughs> it's like a baby doll with a Hitler head on it. You're just like, what yeah. the fuck? So baby Hitler was controlling this thing. So they, they find out a little bit from the puppet. They're like, oh, Toulon's got to be controlling these. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure what information they gleaned from catching one, other than there was like some glowy pink stuff inside yeah. the head. But they made the nice logical jump that, we gotta go to mausoleum. Yeah, Tom Lennon figured out. Yeah, s- somehow for some he's a comic book yeah. guy, man. We think outside the box. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm you know sure. when shit goes down, you're gonna need one of us in your group. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Why would anybody create a Nazi puppet? They're little. They're fast. Anne Frank was hiding in her attic. Puppet could find her. Jesus. Well, you definitely seem like a toy that a maniac would make. Markowitz sacrifices himself to basically go rescue some woman who's praying and and. Um, the She's Jewish language for help. Yes, in the Jewish language, and he's and as a as a uh, Jew Jewish person himself, he can't handle. It. He's like, I'm going to go help her, and I've got to do this because I'm a Jewish person. If I don't, then I'm. It was kind of uh, cheesy dialogue. It's like yeah. I got six million reasons why I got to go do this. This was probably it's the like, weakest oh, part okay. of the film for me. Like, yeah, when when they strayed away from killing into trying to do emotional dialogue scenes, the movie quickly dips. I would have rather them just say, somebody needs help. They just immediately go do it. But yeah. they all stop and be like, no, we're not going out there. Fuck it. And he's like, well, hold on. I've got all this backstory that yeah. means I'm going to go kill myself. Yeah, he, he goes and does it, but she's already dead and he gets killed in the process. Tom Lennon comes back and he's like, we got to go stop Toulon. I think I know where we need to go. Let's stop Toulon. So they go to the window. And this is the most cringe-inducing moment oh, for me. This was amazing. God, man. So him, Ashley, and then the the little Asian girl. Nerisa. Nerisa. Now, well, there's a reason we haven't brought her up is because I thought she was the weakest actress in the film. She They gave yeah. her very little to she do. She was barely in there. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like She was there just to kind of be she a... She didn't have a lot to do. A she was there for this scene. For, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they jump out the window. Tom Lennon jumps out the window into a garbage dumpster full of boxes. It's about, what, three stories down? Yep. Yeah. And he's like, we'll go out this way. He jumps down, makes it, lands in the boxes. Then the blonde girl, Ashley, jumps down, lands in the boxes. Then they're like, come on, Arisa, we got to go. She jumps out of the window... And you think she's going to land in the box, and she hits the edge of the fucking Ooh. dumpster and just splits open. Yeah, you just see her contorted limbs, man. It was the most painfully sounding thud. Yeah. And it's out of nowhere, because they don't they don't follow her down. They cut to where the, she should be hitting the trash can, and you just see her hit the edge of the trash can. Oh, my God. That was, like, probably the roughest kill. Definitely. And we say that after saying a woman was split open from the inside with her feet is taken out, but you just kind of feel the impact yeah. of that trash. I guess it's just because like everything else, you're like, it's so over the top. You're kind of like, well, that's kind of, you can distance yourself from it. But this one feels like that, a real kill. Like almost. you're like, oh, yeah. she missed it by like two inches. Fuck. And she yeah. gets fucked up. Yeah, she's so dead. she's dead. And so Tom Lennon and Ashley, uh, I keep calling him Tom Lennon. Edgar. Edgar yeah. and Ashley, um, race over to the mausoleum because they yes. know something's going on. Yeah, and I feel like I didn't understand they, completely what was happening once he got to the well, mausoleum. Well, he knew he had to stop. He had to stop Toulon. He knew Toulon was controlling the puppets. Yeah. So if they could stop Toulon's corpse or whatever it was, they could stop the puppets. But how did Toulon wake up? 
Do they ever touch on that? I don't no. think he was ever really. There's not a lot of explanation here dead. at this part. Okay. So maybe he, he was just biding his time till everyone converged for 30 in years? one place. Yeah, everyone converged in one place. All the puppets came together. Well, no, he's killed because he killed his brother. <gasps> That's true. Yeah. So he wasn't dormant this whole time. He's just been hanging out in his mausoleum. All right. I guess. Tom Lennon drives his truck into the side of mausoleum and it basically uh, distracts Toulon enough. All the puppets turn off. Yep. And. What appears to be a skeleton tree creature, demon monster up. comes out. Because at first I was like, "Is that Toulon?" And you're like, "Oh my god, was Toulon always a demon?" Yeah, yeah, I found it. That's what I'm saying. I kind of lost the thread a little bit. The visual representation of Toulon at the end of this film is a little confusing for yeah. sure. Um, I wasn't sure why he looked like that. If he was more zombie zombieish or something like that, that would make sense because we were led to believe he was killed, but clearly he wasn't. Right. But he's got to be like seven foot, demon head. Like huge, lanky monster limbs, kind of he's humanoid, but it definitely looks like he would have had to go through a massive transformation to become this, as opposed to just being a dead, rotting. Well, like we said in 1989, he was a burnt German Frenchman with a you know glasses. Which I think begs the question: Is was he something else trapped inside a human body? It's very possible. Who knows where they're going? Because the Nazis fucked with the occult stuff. Do you think they brought a demon out and that demon decided to make puppet monsters? Guess we'll find out. It'll be interesting to see where they take it. Are they going to loot this back into the Egyptian stuff with Sutek at all? Have to. Maybe. So um, the Toulon monster comes out. Starts attacking um, Ashley and Edgar. He's trying to kill Ashley, and, and Tom Lennon comes up and bashes him with a pipe. Yes. And then he goes back in his Molly's Lulum and gets a Luger. Yeah, so <laughs> the monster Luger. walks back inside, and they're like, oh, thank God, he's gone. We're safe now. The monster walks out with a Luger. One shot, one aim, boom, blows Ashley's fucking head yeah, but off. But Ashley tries to shoot him, and she's out of bullets. She does try to shoot him. Oh, does she? Yeah. Oh, with her, with their gun. With their gun. Yes. Yeah. And then he walks back in, gets a Luger, walks out, shoots her once in the head, kills her. Tom Lennon's like, no! And then Toulon just walks the fuck yeah, off. Yeah, I don't know why he left Tom Lennon alive. Unless it was a one-shot Luger, and that was it. And that was his last bullet. It was a, it was a golden gun, bro. He just needed <laughs> one <laughs> <Yeah>. shot. <laughs> but yeah, he kills he kills Ashley. I guess maybe he thought Tom Lennon wasn't a threat anymore. He's yeah, like, oh, that dude's distracted. He's just killing for fun. Yeah, they were never a threat. Maybe his work wasn't done. So the Toulon monster walks off into the woods, and then we cut to Tom Lennon signing comics at a table, which clearly he wrote a comic about the whole incident. Yeah. And some little kids like, or some teenage kids like, man, I love your work. You know, it seems like it's This version so of Madam Midnight or whatever her name is is much cooler than the other one. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. And like, bad he, things happen to good people. And he's like, yeah, just like life. He's, he's like, like, I try to base my work off real life. And the kid's like, oh, okay. Is there going to be any more? And he's like, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of unfinished business for her. And then cut to a giant to be continued on the screen. So lame. That was like so lame. It's Which like, is come on. great though. Now I have a question. Did you guys watch after the credits? No. There's Did a, you not? Is there really an after the There's credits? There's an after the credits scene. I watched it twice and didn't see it either okay. time. So the credits roll. Oh man, God I love this it. movie. I wish these films would say like, stay in your seat. There's more after the <laughs> credit or something. Yo, respect the people who worked on the film and sit through those credits. That's all I'm going to say. Respect my time and don't put hey. every single human being who ever stepped foot on the stage <laughs> Look, man, you work hard, you want recognition. Bagel anyway, delivery boy. Look, I work for a company. My name isn't in the credits of like some 2,000 mile long credit scroll when you it's open because it up. you mean nothing to them. Yeah, and so does the like 17th gaffer. No offense, Mr. 17th hey, gaffer. Hey, without that but... 17th gaffer, we would not have Puppet Master Lilith's right. So anyway, <laughs> the credits roll, and at the very end, it cuts to what looks like the hotel, 
and it's a woman in a bathtub because earlier in the film, Cuddly Bear is in a room knowing he's going to get killed oh, by yeah. a puppet. We see the one he's talking to on the phone. He's like, Lady Bear, I want you to take a bubble bath and not worry yourself about this. Cuddly Bear's got some stuff to do. I may not make it home, but I love you. And then like he hangs up and then the puppet starts killing him. Like he gets drill head headed in the stomach. So you think Cuddly Bear's dead. He's not. No, he's not. Cut yeah. to the very end. Lady Bear is in the bathtub and all you hear is thump, 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 thump coming towards the door. The door busts open. It's a bloody ass Cuddly Bear. He's like, don't ask, don't ask. And then it cuts away. That's the end of it. So Cuddly Bear lives through. So Cuddly Bear could well, be... That's cool. I've said Cuddly Bear so many times. I've never said Cuddly Bear before in my <laughs> life, but now I've said it about 17 times. Yeah. So he may actually get to be in the sequel, but yeah, Cuddly Bear lives, and that was great. I was so happy about that. Good for good Cuddly for Bear and film. the Cat both survive. Look at that. This is a... We, uh, such a uplifting cherry movie <laughs> rainbow and sunshine so that's the puppet master littlest reich and i i did not think i was gonna like it other than the fact that i love tom lennon i was just like wow this is fucking fantastic i would recommend this movie straight up i would too i think it's a lot of fun when you go in with the right expectation don't come to this movie looking for some extreme plot no. or a lot of details I but if like you want to see creative kills yeah. and awesome de- awesomely designed puppets this is your movie. I feel like we made the yeah. plot sound more thorough than it actually is. This movie really is on fast forward, and I like that about it. I don't it. I don't think so. I felt like it had like a really I mean, yeah, it felt a little rushed with the kills, but I thought it was decently paced. I feel I think halfway through the movie I was like, I don't really understand why what anyone's motivation is except not to die. Well, there was a lot of more character development in the second half. That's pretty good motivation. I get it. Don't but die. It's like <laughs> Why are these puppets killing people? Like because they're Nazi puppets and they have an agenda. Yeah, but how did they come back? Toulon. Everybody brought them there. <laughs> Toulon was like, well, they're all in the same place. This is going to make my job easier. Let's go. Let's rock, yeah. boys. Yeah. How do you know he didn't start the convention? Because that one puppet was at sleepaway camp near Dallas, so he could still communicate no, with that one. These ones are around the world. This movie is like a eight-page script treatment of a plot. But anyway, I like it. The kills are great. But I mean, I, I you got any more questions I can answer for you, John? Personally, do not find this plot to be quite as enticing as perhaps my co-hosts do. I'm I wasn't gripped by the thrilling story. I'm not. Of, I'm not uh, raving about the plot. Here. No, we're not. We're, not, we're, we're saying just it's, saying it's not it as serves its holy. purpose, and we move forward. It's not as plot yeah. holy as, as it seems. I didn't like say it was plot it was. holy. I said it was barely there. It's like a veneer of a plot. I'm I'm totally okay with it. Simple plot. Um, I'm excited that it's going to be to be continued. I, when I saw that, I, I my roommate Vanessa was like, like, oh man, and yeah, I was I like, my eyes. I'm so happy, but like, I was like, oh, we're going to get so much more. And then when I saw Cuddly Bear after the credits, I was like, and we get Cuddly Bear. I was like, fuck yes. I would have rather this ended with an ending yeah, me than too. a to be continued. If I had to have a grave mistake for this one, that would be it. Really? Because yeah. Tom it's- Lennon now has vengeance on his mind. He's got to make up for the fucking, like, his girl that just got killed. I want to know, did he take ownership of that cat? And it's is he taking care of that presumptuous cat? to assume they're going to get a sequel? And it sucks because that means they didn't tie up the end of this movie. And two... Oh, they're getting a sequel. I would have enjoyed more conclusion with the Toulon character. Yeah. Tell me what this thing is. Well, before it just shambles off and ends. Exactly. That's all. And if you tacked on another 15 minutes to explain a little more of what's going on, that would leave me ready for the next one. Yeah. At least that's my opinion. And I think... I don't know. Maybe, hopefully, the there's just more. I don't know that. Another... I'm excited they're making a sequel. Don't I'm get me really wrong. Excited, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. To, I'm excited to see another one. I just wish this would have wrapped up a little better. Yes, there, there could have been a little more with this story, yeah. but I thought they did what they needed to wrap up. They got rid of the characters they didn't need. Now Tom Lennon's character has motivation for whatever the hell he does in the second one. We also know that Toulon has a much deeper history or story behind him because he was a monster. 
And he yeah, walked away. But I don't trust this 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 group of screenwriters to be able to convey that story in a successful way, to be honest. I think it'll be very bloody, the sequel, and it'll have a bunch of cool kills and cool puppets, but I don't know that it's well, going to. Well, I'm sorry to. it's not the English patient, John, but you're yeah, just going to have to tie it do. together, bro. No, they're the ones who... Aren't you the assholes who, during Drag Me the Hell, are like, Gary, you got to stop making so much about this. You got to just take <laughs> these movies for fun. Don't but worry it had about a, the whole... But it had a plot, and it had an ending, and every character <laughs> had a little bit of character development. This movie has none of that. Can I please have the jury take their attention to Leprechaun 4 in space? Oh, Boom. yeah, that's true. I do like Leprechaun 4. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that that's going to be our instant argument shutdown. Like, we don't want to have to break it out, John, but... Leprechaun you're going hard on the puppets, but you're over here with <laughs> Leprechaun. You're all pro Leprechaun. Oh, leprechaun there was no so rhyming cool. in this movie. I will like yeah, to give points to that. That's right. Where's the rhymes? That's <laughs> well, puppets aren't known for their rhymes. You puppets know what? Aren't known for <laughs> I would watch a Leprechaun movie face off if it starred Buster Rhymes. Okay. Now Buster Rhymes okay. was in a what is it? Halloween. Yeah, Halloween Resurrection. You don't need to see more Buster Rhymes in movies. At, having having recently just seen, I'm a huge Buster Rhymes, but having just seen Halloween Resurrection. I can tell you, you're right. I do not need to see any more Buster Rhymes as an actor because as much as it pains me to say that, it was not great. No. Let's wrap this up. Um, I want to say that there was a couple puppets missing from this that I would have liked to seen. Um, the Jester puppet was in every single other Puppet Master movie until this one. Oh, I thought that was the. Um, I thought it was supposed to be the frog puppet. They they used a different one, but they put him in a jester suit. And was like, here's your jester. But oh, okay. I want the original jester. He had like a three rotating sectioned face that would change his expression depending mm. on how he was feeling. Do you think it was just due to cost to make that puppet? Would I don't know. So much. I mean, they have so many of the other originals. I don't know yeah. why it would be but that all much. The, to include all the puppets are very simple, though. They don't have any crazy moving That's parts. Um, then we have the. You know, I think it was movie three debuted a western cowboy puppet with six arms six shooter i love six that shooter. puppet design he had six arms right yeah uh he would have been cool to see yeah he had yeah. six arms um, that was a great design i remember seeing that puppet and being like "Ooh, i love this thing so i think the fellas behind this movie did say that the next film they intend to bring in some more puppets that were in the originals That's so cool. Cool. we'll get to see some other ones and hopefully figure out what this new version of andre toulon is yeah uh and then we'll get to see the original 11 movie puppet master run continue with another entry in there. I'm not going to lie. I usually don't put a lot of effort into certain things like bothering people. But if this second movie gets greenlit, I'm going to try to reach out to these guys and be like, yo, let me interview you. Let me talk to you. I got to know more. Go for it. I need to know what's going on. That'd be fun. Um, I'm probably going to keep watching more of these Puppet Master movies. Like I said, I've seen the first four pretty much. I'm interested to see where they go with it after that. Um, I'm not expecting too much out Everyone's, of it. Everything that I've seen online basically says like it's just downhill fast. It's like a free fall. So I've seen the like best four. ones. I think okay. you have seen the only things that are worth a damn. Well, I stuck through all the trimmers. We'll see if I want to do it with this Are franchise. there any long-running franchises horror or not where the later half of the movies are better than the beginning is anyone ever like man you need to see jaws 7 that's the fucking one (laughs) all right don't even bother with the first one start at 7 and go to 12 like Hmm. i think the case can be made that this might be the best puppet master film okay i think you're gonna i think you're gonna have a lot of dissension on that just because i think a lot of people are gonna hold the first one in Mm -hmm. such high regard but i particularly like number three the best of the originals because i like that 1930s uh toulon versus the nazis kind of going on of the one i've seen this is the best one okay (laughs) yes high praise one of one (laughs) anything else to say about these puppets no. I think they're all fantastically designed. I think, think John needs wish, more puppets in his life. Do you think they wish yeah. to be real boys? Maybe that's what happens in the sequel. Maybe. Maybe that's their motivation. Now I like my, this a What lot do more. you guys think is going to happen in the sequel? 
I think puppets are going to come to life. They're going to kill a lot of people, and um, they're going to try to open it up for a third movie. I think that Toulon is going to, wherever he ends up going, he's going to try to call and regroup his puppets. I think Tom Lennon, being the badass comic book artist and store runner that he is, I guess owner now, you know, unless it passes to Markowitz's family, I think he's going to go get revenge. So he's going to be doing research and then he's going to track Toulon down and it's going to be a battle of the wills. I I think it's going to be like, oh, what if he forms his own little crew of like Cuddly Bear, the cat? Tom Lennon, yeah, yeah. they all go after Toulon. They're like, we got to stop this before it gets out of hand. Okay. I'll, as long as they don't have their own puppets. We need a montage. I don't want good puppet versus bad <gasps> yeah, puppet. Pu- oh, no, I, I, no, that could be cool. He's they've a, already done or, demonic toys versus puppet master. We've already done something too similar to or that. Or what if this. he mentioned he has to call the puppets back. It's like that uh, 90s movie Road Trip. And we just see the puppets all independently it's a road trip movie. trying to <laughs> okay. get back. And there's some murder, some comedy. And you they know. all learn a little something about themselves at the yeah. end. I'm into this. Yeah. I've got two ideas I think that's going to happen in this next film. I think... Do either one of them include puppets? Yes. Okay. Guaranteed. Guaranteed puppets. Guaranteed. Heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> um, I believe the essence of Ashley is going to be injected into a puppet. <gasps> and I don't know if she's going to be good or bad. Madam Lightning the puppet. Yeah. Like Leech Woman, remember I told you about the yeah, Puppet Master yeah, movie yeah. where they put it, he puts his wife into a puppet? I think Ashley's going to be put into a puppet. Okay. My God. Why with puppets, though? Why not mannequins? Make them full size. Could be more effectual. In one of the films, Puppet Master 2, Toulon tries to put a woman he thinks is his incarnated wife and himself into a mannequin. Yeah. That's when the puppets decide they're no, he's no longer on their side. And doing what, like, he's supposed to be helping them live because they're running out of juice. And then he gets sidetracked by this love business. Yeah. They kill him. <laughs> love business. They end up killing too long because he's not helping them anymore. But he can do mannequins. Apparently, according to that, yeah. He's a fucking traitor to the puppet race, man. Bro, he could yeah. do, they could be You giants. don't fuck with mannequins if you were Traitor the to the puppet race. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, they're Nazi puppets. I hey. feel like it's not that far of a hop, skip, and a you jump. You need to tone your rhetoric down, sir. You get <laughs> look, a little man. hot and heavy. PTP, protect the puppets, okay? <laughs> they could be giants. I mean, he, he really, all I'm saying is he boxed himself in with this puppet shit. He could be rolling the world if he thought a little Manicans bigger. Mannequins don't have movable parts, though. They have to stand perfectly still, so. All right, then what are those, like, uh, you know, maybe little G.I. Joe action figure sized dolls? They had, like, eight movable parts. But those are mannequins, Now though. you're just making small soldiers all That's over again. That's a toy. No, but See, these are evil. They were bad in that one. All right. I feel like toys are still in the same vein as puppets, but if you get into mannequins, that's a whole different area. You think there's no mannequins out there that are poseable? There articulation is very limited. I'm thinking you got eight points, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. On that note. All right. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.